rolling and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition for Tuesday, fucking August, uh, not September, <laughs> what the fuck, September 5th, 2023, on today's episode, man, I made my motherfucking comeback, Instagram comeback, Drew gonna come back, God come on his back, but it's not gay, and that's okay, alright, <laughs> hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew, the Monday edition. For Tuesday, fucking September 5th, 4th, 2023. Did you have a nice fucking long weekend? Did you go out and celebrate the last weekend of summer? You know, Labor Day, it's always the start of a new chapter. We're, we're starting the whole new school year. It's the end of summer, the last chance to get together and eat your summer foods like grilled corn and all sorts of different summer fresh tomatoes and a little salad with basil that we grew with the little basil plant. <laughs> I was scared. Uh, how are you doing? Welcome to the show, the never-ending fucking podcast that never ends for no fucking reason at all. The podcast that exists for no fucking reason. Uh, hi, how are you? How are you doing? Um, I hope you had a good weekend. It was my fucking birthday weekend, so let's start off the show with a little bit of a ding, 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 ding. How was my motherfucking weekend? Um, yeah. <laughs> I had a good weekend. It was my fucking 34th birthday. Yep. And uh, we did it up at uh, Courtney's family's cottage. And, uh, and you know, I was telling everyone, all her whole family was there. Um, uh, and I was telling them, they're like, how old are you now? And I'm like, 34. And they're all like, oh. <laughs> and it was this sort of like vibe of like, um, of like, it's like, yeah, like that is, I am old. <laughs> Like, I don't know how, what am I trying to say? It's like before I would tell people I'm like 29 and they're like, oh, that's nice. But now you tell people you're like 34 and they're like, oh, like, that's good. Like, so what do you, what's your, what's the plan? <laughs> and I'm like, I know, I don't know what the fucking plan is. Well, I do know what the plan is, uh, but it was fine. And I'm not like throwing shade or anything like that, but it is like 34 is an age where you're like, okay, this is like, it's the first year that I felt like it's like, I feel like 34 is the new like 30. You know what I mean? Because it used to be back in the day when you turned 30, it was like, you're 30. It's like, get your fucking shit together. But you can still be like 32. Like, oh, you're 32, you're 33. But now it's like you're 34. It's like, okay, buddy, like you're in your mid-30s now. Like 40 is coming straight down the fucking pipe. Like I remember how fast 25 to 30 went. Um, That was the fastest four years of my life, mainly because I was just drinking downtown, fucking whatever. But like... You know, 35 to 40, I feel like is going to fucking whip by. And then when you're a 40 year old man, you're just another 40 year old man. And it's like, good try. Like, <laughs> like that was a good try. You fucking really gave her hell there for 20 years. But fucking we're going to need you here <laughs> or whatever the fuck, you know. So, uh, yeah, so it was a good birthday. Uh, you know, again, like 34 is not that special of a birthday. Like, I feel like when you turn like 25 or whatever, like your birthdays. Remember when you used to make Facebook events for your birthday you'd be like it'd be like drew's 23rd fucking banger and they'd be like location like the druid and it's like and then you put a description like come on out and celebrate fucking we're gonna have liquor all night we're meeting here for dinner and then it was like a facebook like event was like the main 
method of communication for all the information related to the party and you would see who's coming and you'd be like, oh, like, oh, like if there was like a fucking drama between two and it's like, oh, they just broke up and they're both said they're attending like, oh, <laughs> or some shit like that. Or there'd be like, or then the next day you would be like, you would post like a bunch of pictures in the event, like, uh, like 70 unedited photos, like from that night, like just so fucking many, like just taking so many. And I feel like it's like ki kids don't do that now because like. When we grew up taking when I was a boy, when I was a little boy, pictures weren't unlimited. Like you still there was like disposable cameras that would like wind and there was like 25 fucking pictures in there. So you had to like be selective. Like you would like you were like consciously like taking a picture or even like film cameras, like digital cameras weren't really a, a, a mainstream thing until like. The early 2000s, like, like, you know, like they were like a novelty in junior high and then like finally like around high school. But like phones, like a flip phones didn't have videos and like the camera, the pictures they took. I remember Game Boy came out with a camera, the Game Boy camera, and it produced like the shittiest fucking pictures ever. But it was so cool because it was out and it was a camera and it was pointing at you and it was all fucking big and bulbous. Remember those Logitech balls, too? Those like Logitech ball cameras that everyone had for like a brief period in like 2002 and it would like swivel. <laughs> and the main purpose of those cameras was like exposing yourself on MSN Messenger. <laughs> but uh, what the fuck was I talking about fucking cameras for? Oh, God, I don't even fucking remember anymore. Oh, uh, oh, because we grew up in a generation where pictures were like were limited and then we finally got access to unlimited pictures and you're just it was like we were like <laughs> like we were drunk on fucking the power of it and just were like gluttonous like just like you can tell me I can take 10,000 pictures or a thousand it's just like well fucking but now I feel like the kids that grew up are that growing up now with like phones and they've always had access to unlimited pictures like there's no like they're more selective with what they share because of the constant documentation of their lives now is that like the intentional photos are the only ones get that get showed where we would just be like, it'd be like a picture of just like, Rah! like it's just a blurry shot. <laughs> and you're like, the internet needs to see this in the Facebook event. Oh yeah. It's cause I was talking about my birthday, but yeah, birthdays were on Facebook. That's the, <laughs> me and who was I, me and Tim were laughing about this, but it's like a day. I want to do a sketch of like the day in the life of a baby boomer. Like you wake up, you fucking uh, check Facebook to see whose birthday it is. You wish them a happy birthday, comma, fucking lady I worked with 12 years ago. <laughs> that shit is fucking stupid. But I had a good birthday. It's nice. Every year on the res, uh, where we go, where Courtney's uh, cottage is, they have fireworks on Labor Day to celebrate like Labor Day or whatever. So it's like I get my own personal fireworks show every year on the res, but the, apparently there's been calls. There have been calls to put an end to the fireworks show because of the ecological impact that it has um, on the community, right? Because I know that we can't bring Terry, like any dog, like fireworks fuck with dogs, like super hard. Like Terry just turns into like this, like, oh, like vibrating little like guy and he like can't even handle it. And like, I feel so bad for him and he gets like so scared because they have no idea what the fuck's going on. Like in their head, it's like the Blitzkrieg and it's so loud and they don't even know 
you know, they don't know what the fuck's going on. You can't explain it to them. So then imagine what that's doing to the birds and the bees and the fucking crickets and all that shit, you know, and like the, the everything, all the fucking deers and the skunks and the foxes and all the wildlife and shit. Not to mention they're blamming fireworks off from the water. They got these new water ones that skim out onto the water and then blow up from the water. So you're just fucking earthquake and all these fish. <laughs> um... So, and, and I guess it costs like 20 grand to do like a big ass fucking fireworks show for like 10 minutes or whatever the fuck. So there have been growing calls, uh, to, to get rid of the fireworks. And I don't know how I feel about it. Honestly, like I can see how stupid it is, you know, to make these, like to fuck up the, all the habitats with this, like, you know, horrific display of just like the raw power of humans. <laughs> Um, this awesome display of fucking ingenuity. But I, on the other hand, I'm like, well, they're fucking fireworks and like, whatever, like they go off all the time and we've been blaming fireworks for like a hundred years now. And like, you know, there doesn't seem to be any like permanent damage. It just seems to be like, but what do I know? Like maybe there is, but it doesn't seem like it's like, you still see birds the next day. Like, <laughs> so I don't know. So, but then I'm also like, you know, is 20 grand, like, is that a good use of money too? Like, what if we took all the money and like, there's drone shows now that look pretty cool, I guess. And you can like synchronize them. You get a couple big giant fucking speakers and synchronize the drone show. Um, I don't know. What do you think? What's, what do you care? Do you care about fireworks? Let me know in the comments. Uh, so it was my birthday week. So uh, yeah, ever since the fucking wedding, I think I've only done comedy like one time since like August 13th. So I'm like coming up on like a month here, but it's fine because I got a bunch of shows lined up. We're back at the corner. I'm on the road again, on the road again this week. Oh, this weekend. It's my dad's fucking birthday on Saturday. I got to make sure I fucking expedite a card to him today. Um, I'm going to do that after I do this motherfucking podcast. I got to return some library books too. Do you go to the library? I love the library. Could you imagine trying to make the library now? People would be like, you're going to destroy the book industry. There's no way they could come up with the library now. If the library didn't exist and some politician was like, I'm going to build a bunch of buildings and we're going to give away books for free. And, uh, and it's on the honor system that you got to bring them back. <laughs> People would be like, the police is going to steal the books and they're going to destroy the book industry. But, you know, we're already in on libraries, so fuck you. I wonder if we could do that with other things. Like, I feel like the hospitals... I wish that there was hospitals were more like libraries. Like, they were just everywhere. I wish the little... And they were smaller, you know what I mean? Like, there should just be, like, little... Like, every fucking, like, neighborhood of, like, a thousand people should just have, like, a little Pokemon Center. Of, like, ER, little Pokemon Center. So that you're never within like two kilometers of like emergency help. And then that would probably take the load off the big giant hospitals and then all the ambulances and stuff like that because there's a local treatment facility and then you just pay for it. You know, you just fucking pay for it. That's what we pay for. Let's take fucking, you know, however many billions of dollars were given in subsidies to oil companies and just instantly turn that money into just building and maintaining and running little tiny little micro hospitals all around the country. And then if the oil and gas companies are like, well, we need those subsidies or else we won't be profitable and we need that or else we're going to have to fire everyone. We might have to fire all the people that, we, that we've hired if we don't keep getting our fucking subsidies. 
And that's like, good, fucking we'll employ those people at the hospital. But then you got rig pig fucking guys. <laughs> you got fucking neck tattoo Jason on triage. <laughs> <laughs> as your triage nurse <laughs> we can retrain the employees man i was listening to an interesting podcast about ai and it was talking about it was trying to uh, uh give a real world example of when an entire industry was automated out of existence and they had a really good example of telephone operators because back in the 20s and like when telephones first came around, that was like an actual job. You would take like little quarter inch fucking guitar plugs and you would actually like you were a switchboard operator. You'd be like, they were like, I need to talk to Chicago. And then they'd punch you into fucking Chicago. And then, you know, and then there, it was a job and it was mainly for women. It was like 99% women, young women. It was like represented like an economic opportunity for them to like enter the workforce. And for a lot of them, it was like a, it was a career option. Like it was a, when there wasn't very many career options for women at that time. And then one dude, <laughs> this is funny, the guy who invented the automatic dial system to eliminate the need for fucking, uh, for switchboard operators was a funeral home operator. And the reason why he did that is because he had a funeral home in town and then there was a competing funeral home in town. But the guy who owned the competing funeral home, his wife was a switchboard operator. So anytime there'd be a call for like, I need a, to talk to the funeral home, she would just patch it through to her husband's fucking switchboard. And this guy was raging. So he like fucking, you know, necessity is the mother of invention. This guy fucking invents the phone as we know it and then completely one night and the way they were talking about it is like literally like on saturday at midnight like they all the phone everything just switched like it just we're like we we have the dial system now we're ready to go everything's the infrastructure's in and they just switch and overnight all these jobs were lost so then it was looking at what happened to these women um you know what happened what was the economic um what was the externality of that decision right and it was interesting because a lot of people, you know, a lot of women did fall out of work who were career telephone switchboard operators. But for the most part, most of these women rebounded and the economy absorbed that labor force and found other uses for this labor. So the, why the fuck was I talking about this? Man, I'm fucking so this is a good time to do a fucking commercial uh, <laughs> for weed. Uh, OK, but I was talking about the labor force. And I was talking about AI and I was listening to this podcast about fucking AI and it was talking about shit getting automated out of existence. And yeah, I don't fucking remember. Okay, well, whatever. That's an interesting fact. Anyways, I'm going to when I listen back to this, I'll be like, oh, that was the fucking point that you were trying to make. Um, Whatever. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCanvas.com. As you can tell, they got some pretty fucking good product. Uh, I'm I'm on it right now, and uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. If you go to KingTutsCanvas.cc, use the promo code Drew, you will get 10% off your order at checkout. Let's see what they fucking got on the menu today. What's on the fucking menu today, boys? KingTutsCanvas.cc Advanced it's unsafe to go to this website. 404. Oh, I didn't. I put. That's why I didn't put CC. You got to go to kingtutscannabis.cc. Boom. What do we got going on today, Mr. King? Due to summer weather, edibles may melt during transportation. Yo, that's the sort of fucking world we're in right now, bro. Your edibles may melt in transportation. So take that into consideration. They accept Bitcoin and get 5% off your next order. 
Ooh, that's a good way to fucking save a couple bucks too. They got, uh, what else we got? The Happy Labor Day. 35% off Labor Day ends Tuesday tonight at 9 p.m. Pacific time. 12%, 12%, 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So use that promo code because <laughs> that's bigger than, 35% is bigger than 10%. But if you're listening to this after Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, or West Pacific time, 10 p- 12 p.m. Eastern, go to kingtouchcanvas.cc, use the promo code Drew, get 10% off your order at checkout. Okay, also, uh, promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Yes, did you know there is a way to help out this show? If you listen to this show, uh, you will uh, join up for our Patreon for as little as $5 a month if you're dumb, 7 bucks if you're dumb and you play guitar. You will get access to bonus uh, content like interviews with Juno, award-winning comedians, as well as a bonus podcast, This Tune with Drew, where we break down your favorite music um, as suggested by you talking about the harmonies melodies the rhythmic componentry that allows you to enjoy your favorite music uh, also you get an individualized personalized shout out like these fine people Josh Alisa Iron Eagle uh, James New Guy Mark Tony Smog Nick and Mac Bubba Marnus motherfucking Street Demon and our number one fan Joel in the motherfucking Hall of Fame call it Andre Blair and Terrence say the name what up one of them hi Mink Go to patreon.com slash drewbame. Sign up for as little as five bucks if you're dumb. Um, And I will emphasize this. If you are dumb, only dumb people sign up for the Patreon. So if you're smart, don't do it. Go to patreon.com slash drewbame right now. Okay. Uh, What else did I want to talk about? I had one more little thing that I wanted to talk about was I think that I was going to be on the content machine. Right. So if you haven't noticed, I'm pumping out fucking content. I'm filming this fucking podcast again. Uh, because I'm starting, I'm playing the game. You know, this is the only choice that I got right now. I'm going to play the fucking game. I'm hi- I've narrowed down my three content pillars or podcast clips, stand-up clips and guitar based humor. And that's going to be my three content pillars. That's, that's what I'm going to hammer the fuck over and over again is funny guitar stuff, stand up where I snap on the audience and then fucking podcast clips of me fucking around, whatever, you know, just doing shit like this. Hopefully something funny comes out, which I think there'll probably be a couple funny moments in this one too. So that is, I hope that goes well. Um, and if you, uh, can help me just fucking share the thing when I'm posting the thing, just fucking pop a share, pop a comment, pop a fucking whatever, all that shit helps. You know what I'm saying? Also, if you're into the NFL, Alex Fortin and I have a brand new podcast called the Sunday Parlay. You can find it wherever you find your podcast. Uh, so how it works is we each make a, uh, every Sunday or every week we make a five pick parlay on ProLine. And uh, we just talk about our picks, talk about gambling, whatever the fuck. Alex is, knows lots about football. I know a lot about gambling. Um, so, uh, yeah, the Sunday parlay. And, the, oh, yeah, at the end of the podcast, at the end of the NFL season, we'll see who has the most amount of picks right versus wrong. And then the winner wins and then the loser fucking loses. We're going to figure that shit out. So check out the Sunday parlay for all your NFL uh, It's our NFL betting podcast. And it's really funny. Uh, I listen to it at the gym selfishly. Uh, egotistically, narcissistically, hubristically. I listened to the podcast at the gym and it was funny. I was like, okay, this is funny. This sounds like a good podcast. It's not two dummies laughing. It's like under 20 minutes. Again, it's a bite-sized podcast. We don't want to fucking go on for hours and hours. It's like 17 minutes is the first episode. That's the whole point. Keep them fucking nice and tight. Squeeze it in wherever you want. So check out the Sunday Parlay wherever you get your podcasts. And that is the show for this week. Fuck. Fucking A. Now I'm going to go to the fucking library. Oh, is that what I was talking about? Was the fucking library and trying to get the hospitals, right? Because the labor force and having Chad working at the fucking 
Uh, Pokemon centers. Okay, so that's what I—that's the point that I was trying to make—is that the—is that if the oil companies decide to pull out and and lay off all these people, well, what we do with the subsidies is we use monetary policy, which is one of the two ec- ec- tools of economics, along or fiscal policy, I should say, which is along with monetary policy, the uh, the two tools of economics, and and we use that fucking fiscal policy to absorb the labor, just as. The switchboard operators were absorbed in the advent of automated fucking telephone dialing. So there's always a fucking solution, man. Anybody who says naysaying is like, well, we're going to just ruin the fucking economy or whatever the fuck. You know what I mean? It's like, no, there's not a finite pool of jobs. That's a fallacy. That's an economic fallacy. Um, The workforce is the workforce and it will continue to be absorbed. Uh, And it's the job of the fucking government to step in when we have a fucking oligarchy dictating you know, 70% of the country's economy. Like, anyways, there you go. Night, night. (laughs) That's the show. Fuck you. Night, night. Night, bonus.